I begin this season three with an excerpt from the introduction, The Life and Work of Hafiz, by Henry S. Mimblin, Master Poet, write a thousand luminous secrets upon the wall of existence, so that even a blind man will know where we are and join us in this love. Hafiz developed his poetry under the guidance of his teacher, Muhammad Attar, reviewed and discussed the poems in his teaching circle, and many of them were set to music. This was a common practice in Sufi schools at the time, including Rumi's Order of the Whirling Dervishes in Turkey. Poetry and song, easy to memorize and repeat, were used as teaching materials to encapsulate or summarize spiritual principles. With Attar's encouragement, Hafiz perfected this teaching method using a popular form of love song, the Ghazal. He wrote hundreds of Ghazals, finding ways to bring new depth and meaning to the lyrics without losing the accustomed association of a love song. His poems expressed every nuance and stage of his growing understanding of love. He wrote of the game of love, the beauty of the beloved, the sweet pain of longing, the agony of waiting, the ecstatic joy of union. He explored different forms and levels of love, his delight in nature's beauty, his romantic courtship of that ideal unattainable girl, his sweet affection for his wife, his tender feelings for his child, and his terrible grief and loneliness when, later in his life, both his wife and his son passed away. He wrote of his relationship with his teacher and his adoration of God. All who heard his poetry could easily associate it with their own most cherished experiences of love. The familiar rhythms of the love song, the Ghazal, made the poems easy to learn. Before long, his poems were sung all over Persia by people from every walk of life, farmers, craftsmen, scholars, princes, even children. Many who knew of Hafiz and enjoyed his poetry had no idea that he was a Sufi, nor did many people know the spiritual status of his teacher. Like many Sufi masters at this time, Muhammad Attar met with his students in secret, and Hafiz did not reveal his own association with Attar until after his master's death. In the religious climate of medieval Persia, this secrecy was essential. From time to time, waves of what might be called fanatical fundamentalism swept through the country. To these fundamentalists, it was blasphemy to suggest that any human being could attain perfection or approach direct knowledge of divinity. The Sufi schools were frequently outlawed, and many of their adherents were tried and executed. Those who survived were forced to meet in secret and disguise their teaching 
in a symbolic language that would not offend the Orthodox. This became the language of Sufi poetry. Images of wine and the tavern came to represent love and the Sufi school. The nightingale and the rose were the lover and the beloved. Spiritual students were depicted as clowns, beggars, scoundrels, rogues, courtesans, or intoxicated wayfarers. This symbolic language developed gradually over hundreds of years. Hafiz brought it to perfection in his poetry. Even today, people argue about the true meaning of his verses. Is he simply describing the joy of walking in the garden or speaking symbolically about God's delight in the material forms of his creation, or both? When he praises a wealthy patron or the charms of a young woman, is he really celebrating God, his true patron and beloved? Perhaps both. For Hasiz does not see God as separate from the world. Wherever there is love, there is the beloved. The Indian Sufi teacher Anayat Khan explained, The mission of Hafiz was to express to a fanatical religious world that the presence of God is not to be found only in heaven, but also here on earth. In Persian, Hafiz is sometimes called the tongue of the invisible, for so many of his poems seem to be ecstatic and beautiful love songs from God to his beloved world. Hafiz shares his intoxication with the magic and the beauty of divine life that pulsates everywhere around us and within us. He urges us to rise on the wings of love. He challenges us to confront and master the strongest forces of our own nature. He encourages us to celebrate even the most ordinary experiences of life as precious divine gifts. He invites us to awake a while and listen to the delightful music of God's laughter. What is this precious love and laughter budding in our hearts? It is the glorious sound of soul waking up. The Gift Poems by Hafiz, the Great Sufi Master Chapter 1 Startled by God Not like a lone beautiful bird, these poems now rise in great white flocks against my mind's vast hills, startled by God breaking a branch when his foot touches earth near me. Thank you for listening.